You're listening to Politics for the Youth, a Boundless podcast production. Politics for the Youth is a virtual work experience project with Boundless Theatre, created and recorded by teenagers, mixed and mastered by Tanji Johal during the 2020 coronavirus lockdown across the UK. Okay, are we ready, everyone? Yeah, let's go, yeah, let's go. Ready, boss. And we're going live in three, two, one. China. 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 Let's get Brexit. China. China. We love Europe. I love Europe. China. China. Structured and reasonable proposal. China. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to a special edition of Politics for the Youth, where we are joined with President Donald Trump and Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Amazing, amazing. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm a big fan, huge fan, and I love being here with the minister. He's a tremendous guy, just tremendous, and he's doing such a great job over in the United States of Britain. Oh, well, uh, uh, thank you, Mr. Trump. I'm uh, naturally uh, very honored to be appearing on the show today. I, um, I'm feeling excited to engage with the British youth, and uh, obviously I am uh, delighted to be here with my good and close friend, President Trump. Very delighted indeed, and I... Uh, I look forward to what the day will bring. Wonderful. Well, let's begin with what some may call some controversial Well, bits. I'm not controversial. Come on, if we look at the statistics, I'm loved by everyone. Everyone, everybody loves me. I'm a great guy. America loves me. Even the Mexicans, even the Chinese. Worldwide popularity. My good friend Boris here. Everyone loves me in the United States of England, don't they, buddy? Um, well, uh, as a matter of fact, Mr. President, they... Uh, See, uh, they love uh, me. Big crowds, big... Huge. They waited for me, cheered me on, loved the crowds. What, like your most recent rally, Mr. President? And you mentioned statistics, correct? Would you please share these statistics with your audience? Could you clarify that? See, the statistics are everywhere, everywhere. You look, here they are, there they are. You're just not looking. These Democrats, they can't even see. Keep looking. Maybe you just need your eyes tested. Yes, well, uh, no, actually, I can uh, emphatically prove that I won the 2019 election by 162 seats. And we as a party, the Conservatives, gained 47 more than the previous election. Um, naturally, this speaks uh, multitudes and shows that... Uh, well, Mr Johnson, could you please explain this tweet for our listeners? Does this speak for itself? You've employed 6,000 more doctors than a year ago and 12,000 more nurses. But with the current strain on the NHS with COVID-19, many have found that very hard to believe. Um, well, uh, well, uh, they are well. Uh, they're, they're entitled to their own opinion, but um, I can confirm that I am telling the truth. I am uh, not a liar, and um, I would I would never lie to the British public. I love the NHS and our carers, and my my heart goes out to those affected by the virus. I clapped every Thursday night. Um, in fact, I still clap in my office at number ten. I am uh, ever so much in gratitude and debt. Uh, for them taking care of me when I contracted coronavirus myself. And now with our new uh, whack-a-mole strategy, we'll be uh, more on top of controlling the virus. Well, you preach about keeping the virus under control, Prime Minister, but you failed to condemn Dominic Cummings after so clearly breaking lockdown rules. Uh, well, I, uh, I believe that um, I've made it perfectly clear uh, where I stand in regards to Mr Cummings. He... Um, he obviously did what any uh, loving father would do. He uh, he considered what was best. 
and uh, of course it's best for him as our uh, chief advisor. Uh, the uh, the British public should be happy with this decision because he uh, clearly knows what is best. He's a very educated man, uh, well thought through plan, and uh, absolutely no one was put at risk. Well, if you say so, Prime Minister. You've had a similar response to COVID-19, haven't you, Mr. Trump? No, 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 no. I've got it all under control. We've got it all under control. It is all under control. Control? Mr. Trump, we've got statistics from when you tweeted the coronavirus is very much under control in the USA. I did tweet that, yes. On February 24, stats show that in February, the US believed there was 16 positive cases, but recent predictions have estimated there was probably around 6,000. Once again, the tweets clearly disagree with you. Trump, all you do is say stupid, vile, nasty lies. COVID-19 is not under control. Just take a look at Florida, Arizona, and Texas. First of all, miss whoever you are, I am the President of the United States of America, and I will have the FBI answer you for addressing me in such a manner. I have the power, and I am in control of the Chinese virus. It was China who brought the Kung flu to the mighty USA, and I am fighting back and winning. The only reason- Okay, Mr. President, thank you. I think that's enough. Back to what I was saying. We only had so many cases because we increased our rate of testing. If we slowed down our rate of testing, we would have only had 16 cases, as I said. Period. Well, um, right, okay. If you believe it's all under control, then how do you explain your statement of injecting yourself with hydroxychloroquine? No, 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 no. I was simply making a hilarious joke. It's not my problem if the American public can't take a joke. I mean, jokes are great. Love jokes. You're boring if you can't take jokes. We need America to be able to take a joke again. Make America great again. Right. Yes, Mr. President. Very good. Now, we have a tweet here that you recently posted describing your new war as a still slap barrier which is totally effective while at the same time beautiful. It would seem as you've faced backlash over this tweet as you previously claimed that you would build a wall, whereas it now seems like you have no more than a that pointy fence. That is inexcusable. My wall is both gorgeous and practical. Have you ever seen a more impressive wall? It is huge, enormous, big enough to keep out all those nasty Mexicans. There is no issue with my wall. It serves its purpose. We need to stop immigration into our excellent country and keep America American. And Mr. Johnson, how do you respond to Trump's extreme no, no, policies? No, no, I wouldn't say that. Mr. Trump, please. As I was saying, Mr. Johnson, how do you respond to his policies on immigration? Oh, uh, well, uh, yeah, I, I think that um, immigration is a, uh, it's a very important issue. I take it uh, very, very seriously. For example, uh, uh, we are leaving the European Union to uh, cut down on illegal immigration and uh, keeping migrants out. But um, I love uh, the Europeans, but uh, we are leaving Europe. We are uh, getting Brexit done. Um, but I, uh, I, I love Europe, very supportive of Europe. Okay, Mr. Johnson, then how do you respond to this tweet? You're a xenophobic, racist liar. You led the Brexit campaign based on lies and you relied on British nationalists to support your identity politics. You're a disgrace. Well, I, uh... How um... nasty, very nasty, accusing my good buddy here of... Excuse me, Mr. Trump. How do you respond, Mr. Johnson? Oh, uh, I, uh, well, I, uh, I feel disheartened 
I'm sure that um, no member of the British public would ever suggest uh, such a thing. Um, uh, the, the people know I'm uh, nothing but supportive of uh, minorities and of uh, women. I am sure that uh, if you if, if you were to do a, a second of research, you would find that is uh, quite incorrect, as a uh, as a great philosopher Joseph Fletcher once said. In, so, uh, yeah. What do you have to say about the comments made in your column in the Telegraph? Comparing Muslim women wearing burqas to letterboxes, referring to gay men as tank top bum boys, and you recently just made it harder for trans people to officially transition. The list is seemingly endless, Mr. Johnson. So, how do you respond? Well, I uh, think my uh, I think I think the British public they understand my uh, my my humour and they uh, they they know I, I I don't mean to cause offence. I uh, I love I truly love the British pub pe public people regardless of race, religion, sexuality, gender, or, or, or any factor. What a stupid question. I love the minorities, I love the women, and the BLTs, and the Lebanese, and I wouldn't be such close friends with someone who didn't support the Mexicans and the Europeans. Corrupt Joe Biden and his loser Democrats can't understand a funny joke. We have a schedule to stick to, Mr. Trump. This is ridiculous. The fake news media always trying to censor everything I say, twist my words. So rude. Well, okay. That's all we have time for today, folks. Thank you both for your time. Uh, well, uh, yes, thank, uh, thank you very much. It's been, uh, it's been wonderful. Love the show. Huge fan. So happy to be here. Thank you, sweetie. This is Politics of the Youth signing off. Thank you, and be sure to tune in to next week's episode. I've got no idea why we do these stupid interviews for these nasty Democrat young people. They don't know the difference between politics and Pinterest. Nasty loser Democrats. I bet they don't even know how to vote. Well, uh, well, yes, uh, uh Donald. We, uh, we both know young people. They, uh, they do not vote. Uh, they keep the, uh, the real politicians like you and I, uh, ticking along. Uh, it's useless, really. Abs abs absolutely useless. It's you right there, buddy. You're well, absolutely uh, correct. You've been listening to Politics for the Youth, a Boundless Podcast production. Politics for the Youth is a virtual work experience project with Boundless Theatre. The episode was written and directed by Studio 3. The original music and sound design by Hannah Rush. The studio mentor was Kirsten Peters Rover. In the episode, you are listening to Jasmine Hill as Donald Trump, Joe Phipps as Boris Johnson, Bethany Way as the interviewer, Hannah Rush as Backstage Crew 1, Serena Kelly as Backstage Crew 2, Agata Rominska as Tweet 1, Daisy Morgan as Tweet 2, Sveta Sutakaran as Tweet 3, Ending credits read by Emmanuel Sick.